another edition of Bama and Bourbon with Aaron Tuttles from Yay Alabama. I'm Lance Taylor from the next round right here on Roll Tide Pods. Like and subscribe. It's where we talk bourbon and we talk Alabama football. And it looks like not only do we have a product we're very familiar with, yeah. chicken cock. This is the rye uh, expression, which I love. Uh, Master distiller, uh, Greg Snyder, has actually signed the bottle. How about, How about that? that? Yeah. We're supposed to have him, if you're cool with this, I don't know when it's going to happen, but, you know, we've uh, got a deal with Chicken Cock at least the last couple of months, and we're working on re-upping that right now. Yeah. And we're talking about getting Greg on the show with you and I, just let's, talking about the product. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, we need to get Nick Saban on here. Ooh. Talk about his product. Yeah. I, uh, it's I a roller coaster. It Lance. is, man. I, I just saw there are six or seven teams with shorter odds to win the national championship. I've never seen that this deep in an yeah. Alabama season. You know, they still got an opportunity. They went out. They're going to be completely fine. I just, based on the performance I saw last week, where it looked like they were going to run away up yeah. 21-6 at halftime, they jerked around. And, you know, it really, and everybody's talked about this, but but the moment was the Jalen Key face mask. Yeah. And the momentum completely swung, and they let them get right back in the game, and they had every opportunity to maybe take that game to overtime and even pull off the upset. I mean, if Alabama hadn't been able to run that clock out, which – it's been a while since Alabama offense has been able to do that. The fact that this offense did it, despite the lack of consistency on the offensive line and the passing game, was was sort of shocking. But they didn't allow Arkansas to get the ball back. But I'll point to another point in that game. You're up 21 to six. You're running the ball down their throat. You're inside the red zone. It's third and two, I believe. Third and two, third and three. And you throw what you call a pass play after they. I mean, you've run the ball I think four times to get down there, gone pretty much the length of the field. You go to the pass. Uh, Arkansas defends it. You have to kick the field goal. I think that was a key point, too. You score there, you go up 28-6. That ball game's over. Yeah, and look, I thought Alabama at times ran the football They did effectively, yeah. and then they kind of got away from it, which didn't make any sense. They talked about it on the broadcast. And we even saw, you know, we've gotten used the last couple of weeks to just seeing Jace and Roydell. But Jam Miller was in there. Yeah. Justice, Justice was in there. Cheers, bud. Yeah, way. cheers, bud. How is it? Still smooth? Yeah, like it. Got a little bite with that rye, which I like. A little rye, like. a little spicy. Look, I, I think, um, you know, they're trying to get justice worked in there more. I, and then jam as well. But I think when it comes down to it, it's all about the things that you do when you don't have the ball. And that's why they continue to run Jace out there. And, and Roy Dale, and those guys have been serviceable. Um, but I do think you, it's pretty evident when, when jam gets the ball, he's got a different gear. Yeah. And I think you can say the same thing with Justice. You know, and this, uh, if, if you would have told me, though, that, that uh, Jalen was going to play this clean of football in the last three games, they only had one combined turnover in three games. And Nick Saban would take that. You know, I was talking Absolutely. to a Alabama fan earlier after the Texas game, and they're like, we're just going to know that he's going to turn the football over at least once a game. Yeah. And you haven't had that, and you've still got two sweater, uh, one possession games, which I understand yeah. against A&M, but when you're a 20-point favorite at home against the Arkansas team that yeah. lost four consecutive games, you would think that they'd be able to pull away from that. Especially against a, an inconsistent quarterback like K.J. Jefferson. And the fact that you mentioned that after that Jalen Key penalty, it was a different ballgame for that defensive unit. So, you know, they made it that. They made them sweat it out. And I think this is what Alabama's going to be this year. And they just don't seem to have, have – when's the last time they put a 60-minute football game together? Was it the first game of the year, Middle Tennessee State? Yeah, maybe, but I had zoned out by then, yeah, so you know, I'm not even really sure. It's a long time since they've put a complete game together. Yeah, I'm trying to, even going back to last year, help me out. Now, I remember against Georgia, uh, that was a full 60 in the SEC championship game, no, what, two years ago? That was two years ago, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, I don't know. Uh, it's a good question because you got so used to, if they weren't playing a full 60, they were so dominant for the first 15 or 30, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. 
Yeah. It, it does it, this year because it's – you just keep going back. Just think about every game, especially in the SEC they've played over the last two years. A&M last year goes down the wire. and then this year goes down to the wire. It's just that's where this program is right now. I mean, they're still they, – they're still – Ahead and they're what six and one on the season and, and probably going to be favored in every game that's remaining, uh, at least in the regular season, and can beat every team that's left on their schedule. But there, there's also the possibility that three of the last five in the regular season they could lose. Yeah, you know I think LSU becomes scarier. I know they were playing an Auburn yeah. team that is a little deficient when it comes to offense, but I think LSU could build confidence off that. And LSU with their offense will be able to play with anybody. Yeah. So I mean, that's James, a good quarterback. Oh, he's stud. That's gonna be a fascinating game coming up. It's Bam and Bourbon with Aaron Suttles from Alabama. I'm Lance Taylor from the next round. It is brought to you by our friends at the Beverage Place, located next to the PGA Superstore on Highway 280, and also Pink Package, located across from the Target next to Arby's on Highway 280. One-stop shop, liquor, beer, seltzers, wines, sodas, mixers, cigars, ice, even fresh lemons and limes. They open early, they close late. Stop and see Chan, JJ, all the fine folks at the Beverage Place and Pink Package. Um so, wide receiver-wise, yeah. Jermaine Burton has a huge game against A&M. Yeah. Comes back to life a little bit. One thing that doesn't stop is the jerk. Man, he, I, you know, we've talked about that a lot uh, around the offices the last couple of weeks. I think some guys in competitive situations need that to get them going. And they just play at a different level. I think Jermaine Burton is one of those guys. We saw it in basketball with Javon Quinterly. Guys that you sort of – they take it to the, right to the, to the edge and sometimes go over and you sort of wish they'd tone it back some. But then at the, at the, in the same respect, that's what, they, that's what they use. You know, we saw Michael Jordan in that documentary. They would use anything that they could to motivate themselves. Some guys need that interaction, that trash talk to really bring out their, uh, their best competitor. And it looks like that's Jermaine Burton. You just wonder, though, if one penalty in one of these tight games, it's whether him. it's Tennessee this weekend or yeah. LSU coming up in a couple of weeks in or Auburn in the season – if one penalty like that could, could be Change a difference the game. in the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, to me, he's a good player. Um, he almost made that, that catch on the pylon where he gets kind of turned around. Yeah. Numbers would have been a lot different if he would have made that. Um, this offensive line, though, you know, there are people that, that I've seen on the next round in the chat room that are kind of dogging Tommy Reese's offense. Um, I think he's still playing around the offensive line a little yeah. bit. I mean, the pass protection's awful. And I, I think Jalen contributes a little bit because he he's processing a step slow. But they're all over him. I mean, five more sacks this past weekend. And I said this earlier, like Tua and Bryce were able to process quick releases. But if they were taking the hits, I don't, oh. I don't think they would have made it already this far in the season. No, go, go back to the blindside hit that oh, it gets A&M. A&M. I mean, Bryce doesn't get up from that. No. Look, it's, uh, pass protection is not where it needs to be. It's not where it should be. Left tackle is a problem. They continue to rotate two guys in there. It's a problem. And, you know, you start getting down to the, the film's out on these guys. So you're going to see more of the same. You're going to see mismatched guys over there on that left side. Um, I did not think this would be an issue for this team, but it is. And I, I do think that Jalen contributes to that a little bit because he holds on to the ball. I think I saw the average uh, time for the throw of the ball in the SEC. He's dead last in 3.4 seconds to get the ball out of his hands. Um, it's not particularly close to anybody else. So I think that contributes to it. He, he still sees things. Half second too slow, second too slow. Guys have got to be wide open, wide open for him to throw it. But he's got to get some more help from his offensive line. Well, no Caleb Proctor, what, what's what's the situation there? I mean, I, yeah. I, I, 
I can't remember, and you helped me out over the last couple of years, and not to single the kid out, but it's just fact. I, I can't remember Alabama fans being so vocal and critical of one offensive line. It's a tough spot. And for he's me. young, man. He's a, he's a freshman. You know, I was listening to an Alabama player. I won't divulge any private conversation by telling you what, who this player was, but I heard them talking in the postgame that – that Caden, more than anybody else on this team, really needs an offseason of strength and conditioning. Now, I remember I told you guys in the next round, and, and when we started speculating about where he might fit in on this line, where would he play guard, would he play tackle, and he stuck at tackle. But I said back then, he's got to get his conditioning under control. And, you know, he reported to Alabama close to 400 pounds. And so I think he needs a good offseason, drop some more LBs. I think long, you just hope, the one thing you can't control is how scarring this will be to him mentally. Yeah. Because some guys get ruined by that. So, But otherwise, I mean, he's a he's a talent. He's just got to get a little bit more conditioned, drop some weight, work on his quickness, because that's where they're beating him. It's all speed rush. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, the kid, obviously, as he said, he's a talent. He wouldn't be out there if he wasn't. Right. I mean, he is one of their best five offensive linemen, and he wouldn't be getting in the time right now. So, yeah, you hope in the offseason – well, you hope he continues to progress. Yeah. And then you hope – He's got the right, right support system around him to remind him, hey, look, you're still in a great spot. Yeah. You should be a three-year starter, and if you develop and get better and better, you go on to the NFL. But, um, you know. Well, it, worst it, case, they, they, they go find a left tackle in the, in the portal, or they develop another one, and they move him inside because yeah. he's, a, he's a monster. Because he you're not moving monster. him. He'll I move mean, you. You said he got there at 400. What is he right now, you think? He, he was probably 390 when he reported. He's You know, he's probably... 350, 360. Yeah. That's a big boy. And, and, and some guys are just big. He's a massive guy. I mean, it's not like me being 400 <laughs> at 6 foot 3. He's, he's every bit of 6 8. Yeah, he's one of those he stands in the door frame and you yeah. don't see any light around him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell us about Yay Alabama real quick. Hey, if you want to get involved, I mean, this is getting more and more. You hear national coaches. You heard somebody ask Jimbo Fisher after another loss from AM, yeah. hey, what about this collective? What if you're these guys and they've been providing all this? And he's like, well, don't forget about the players and all that. But if you want the right players on campus, you got to be able to spend a little bit. You guys have got yeah. this collective together, Yay Alabama. How can yeah. people get involved? Yay-Alabama.com. Listen, we need people to subscribe, flat out. I, I know for a long time people thought of donating was left to the ultra-wealthy and the rich. We don't need $5,000 a year from people. You can get involved for $216 a year, and that may not seem much, but in – when you start talking about massive people doing that, together it becomes very, very powerful. And that's where Alabama wins, not just in football, not just in men's basketball, but across the board. So subscribe to Alabama. We certainly need it. Um, okay, so we're talking about chicken cock, which we've previewed this product a million times on the next round. We love it. It's the uh, official bourbon of the next round. Two expressions, the original and the rye, are available at your local package and ABC stores, including the Beverage Place and Pink Package, I've started, I wasn't a huge rye guy a couple of years ago. I've started more and more to like rye, and especially when I just drink it neat. Yeah, if I had my druthers, I, I, I sort of steer away from rye, but I, I'm, I'll drink it. It's just, it's spicy. It's a little spicy on the, on the palate, but this one's uh, not as spicy as I thought it would yeah. be. Um, I usually don't like watching games on my phone, yeah. on the mobile device, but I was in a situation yesterday where I had to be on the road before the Rams game, so it was an early game, and I had a big play on the Seahawks against Bengals. Very disappointing loss there. Um, but I was watching on the phone, and I ran into this couple, and we were talking, and one of the girls was like, 
um, I, we reached out to you guys because I wanted to give him a good Father's Day present, and I asked you about chicken cock, and I got him chicken cock, and now that's all he drinks is chicken cock. There you cock. go. How about that? Yeah, so uh, the power of marketing, but the power of a really good product. We appreciate everybody supporting chicken yeah. cock, but it really is a great product. And they've got other expressions, too. They have got a, I think it's called the Midnight um, Peanut Butter and Banana, maybe the MPB. I forgot exactly how it's packaged. But their distiller, Greg Snyder, they put together, it's in honor of the late Elvis. Who and, loved yeah. peanut butter and banana sandwiches. But it's a bourbon that has the peanut butter and banana. And I've heard it's fantastic. So Have they, you had the peanut butter whiskey before? I've had the screwball, yeah. 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 Which is good. It's a little syrupy, so... Yeah. Like, I like to put it on a floater on, like, a bushwhack or something like that. Um, but I really want to try this other chicken cock. It's not available in the States yet. They're working on that. But they've got a lot of other expressions, chickencockwhiskey.com. You can check that out. But really, really good product here. Um, okay, so moving forward. Well, one, one, one final yeah. note on Alabama and Arkansas. I did think they did a pretty good job of cleaning up penalties. You had the... The false start yeah. on a freaking uh, victory formation. Which someone told me that, uh, you know, the reason they got that is they were trying to quiet Jermaine Burton down from talking. Oh. So they they were, uh, okay. you know. That, that, yeah, on the broadcast it didn't yeah. show. They just, I yeah. saw a complete meltdown from Saban, which yeah. you understand, because I've really never seen They had played a pretty clean game. Five it's, penalties and no turnovers. I, I think the, the Jalen I mean, You take that moving on forward, right, absolutely. every game. Absolutely. Jalen key penalty, I think, was the second of the game, which was a huge one, as it turns out. But. Um, they they cleaned it up. It's uh, they got a big one this weekend though. Yeah, and you know Tennessee rolls in. I thought A and M would beat Tennessee. I did too. A and M is not as good as I thought they were. The offense is really struggling. Their offensive line is a mess too. Oh, brutal. And I thought the difference would be like if you would have told me after the game one team ran for two thirty two and one ran for fifty four, I'd have been like A and M ran yeah. all over them. And it was Tennessee that went two thirty two and they held A and M to fifty four. Tennessee's a physical team. Tennessee can run the football, and that's what's sort of the misnomer about Tennessee. You think of Tennessee, you think about them throwing the ball over the yard, and it's, they use that and they use pace to their advantage. But the way that they spread you out horizontally. Uh, they run the football, and they, they've run it on pretty much everyone. Well, they average like 230 on the ground. Yeah. Well, mean, they lead the SEC in rushing right now. I thought that that would flip. I didn't think they'd really played a great defense. A&M's got a really good defense. That's the thing. They ran it on A&M, and yes. they gashed them. And so, and A&M's got a really good front. Yeah, and that's, that, that's what I would say. And Walter Nolan went out, but he didn't yeah. go out until the second half. Uh, that was a weird game. I don't know how much you got to see, but the, the short field return punt, uh, Max Johnson mm-hmm. threw multiple interceptions. Yeah. Just I don't know, A&M 5 of 15 on third downs, not a good A&M team, and Jimbo now. This thing's probably heading to 7-5, and five, and I don't know what to and do with And they can't get rid of him. He's I mean, got 75 mil left on that buyout. I'm telling you right now, based on the Mel Tucker railroad job, people are digging right now on Jimbo. I don't know if they'll find anything. I know yeah. nothing about Jimbo. But when you've got a contract like that and you've got that um, moral temperature, yeah. what is it? Turpitude. Turpitude yeah. clause. Um, they're going to do this. I mean, they're going to be looking for any coach you want to fire with calls. Which is dirty. Yeah, it don't, is. Dirty. Don't, if you don't want, if you don't want that, then don't give them. The schools have the power. The they schools do. are the one giving out these contracts. And the schools get themselves. Oh, in I don't situation. fault Jimbo at all. He's because, not earning his money, but you know, no. you're worth what you're paid. They're and all scared to death to. of Jimmy Sexton. Yeah, that's where it starts. It's but, all Jimmy Sexton. Well, that, yeah, that is a problem. And he's just doing the job for his client. I'm not. That's not any shade toward Jimmy. And the schools get on the backside of these contracts with these huge payouts. Don't give them. You're the ones giving the contract. 
Yeah, they got themselves in a situation now. This is a starving fan base. I feel for A&M fans um, because, you know, they put so much into this. And for whatever reason, it's just, it's not working. On the surface, it looked like you went out and got a national championship coach. Which there aren't a ton that you can go get. And they got one. And, and, just, and I've always said this. Look, he had a generational player in Jameis. But he's got maybe generational talent. At least he recruits that kind of talent from high school. Yeah. Now, the development, you can question. But some of these guys... Uh, A-Chain right now for the Miami Dawson. Ooh, did he did nothing at A&M, really, you know, in, in regards to what he is doing right now. So there are really good players that are coming through there. It's just not equating to wins. No, it's, I don't know. You know, so much is made about Sleeping Giant being right there. But this is sort of who A&M is historically. Yeah, Bama and Bourbon brought to you by our friends at Gutter Cap. Cap it, don't snap it. Chris Stewart, I've known him for over two decades. Not the one on the air, not the Alabama Chris Stewart. The other Chris Stewart, great, great dude. Call. You don't want to get on the roof. You fall. You snap the deck and die. You're no good to the wife or kids. Cap it, don't snap it. 823-2212 or guttercapbirmingham.com. Um, Alabama right now, nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, seems high. I think I'd lay it. I think it seems high to me. Because you're right. It's this, and yeah. I think Bama goes back up. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they're going to be for LSU. That game, I you know, after watching LSU against Ole Miss, I was like, Bama's offense is going to get better. Yeah. It's going to be a track meet. Bama probably wins that game. I don't know. I mean, it's tough to figure out with this album. What, what we do know is the atmosphere in Brian New Stadium has got to be better than it was Saturday. And I, I get it. Yeah, how was it on camera? It looked it was terrible. Horrible. Yeah. Look, and, I, and they got loud at the end when they needed to, but they got to have an effect on a game. And the student section doing all they can. Everybody else got to help them out. I mean, you got Tennessee rolling in. Don't if you don't want to cheer. Just remember how you felt last year when they kicked that field goal and beat you fifty-two. Yeah, and I was going to say, if you don't lose that game, you go to a college football playoff. Yeah. So you don't want to take it back. But now that you're in the moment, probably a good thing that they lost that game for this game, based on the fact that. Alabama and Tennessee hate each other so much. I think Alabama fans' 2.30 kick will be into this game trying to get that revenge. They better be full-throated because that's how you can help a team that that sort of lives on the margins, which is where Alabama is right now. You never know from week to week. Uh, It's a big game. It's a rivalry game. This, this, as you know, this series, you went to school at Alabama, very streaky. You can't let Tennessee get on the street. Put 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 on the throat. Joe Milton is not good. He's not a good quarterback. He's just not a good yeah, quarterback. I, I agree, and you're right. They can run the football. They're, they're more physical on defense. And Josh Heupel said, hey, look, and I heard him in his uh, press conference today saying, this is where Al Wilson and Eric Berry and Reggie White, we are going to have a dominant defense. I'm not doubting him either. You know, he played on some dominant defenses when he was at Oklahoma en route to winning a national championship. Uh, this is, and to me, this seems kind of a down year for Tennessee. Like, I can see this Tennessee team yeah. being 9-3. and three. They weren't as electric, but if he can put together a good quarterback and an offense yeah. with a defense, they're going to be a problem moving forward. So, yeah, you need to get them right now because yeah. Alabama is a better overall team than this Tennessee team. One of the reasons they're nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, you know, I, I question, it's just one of those eternal debates. When you run an offense like they run, how dominant can your defense be? But they, they are improved on defense. They, as you mentioned, they're physical. Uh, you know, I, I just we start looking at this at this particular matchup. What can Alabama do just to maintain some level of consistency uh, on offense? Because defense has played pretty well. Well, one thing that is consistent is Will Reichert, and you know they ran it on. The, I think it, you might be able to help me out here. I think it's 26 consecutive field goals he's made going yep. back going to back Tennessee, to last year. and that was a big miss. Yeah. 
Um, but, boy, to have that guy in your pocket, because we saw some kicks this weekend. Yeah. You know, Oregon had every opportunity Oregon. to take that game. Yeah. And even Jake Moody in his first year out of Michigan for San Francisco misses a 41-yarder that would have won it for the Ooh. 49ers. Yeah. So to have a kicker, when you get inside of 50, that you feel really confident to roll out there, Huge. he's going to hit 9 out of 10. And SEC's all-time leading scorer. He's got the NCAA record within his within his range. So Do you know what he nice. needs for that? We talked about it today, but we didn't have it on the fly. We knew he had the SEC I record. I think he's at, uh, I want to say, at some point on Saturday, he was 49 after the first extra point, and then he made two more extra points. That takes it 47 and a field goal. So I think he's at 40. I think he needs 44 to tie or 44 to take the lead. I mean, that's very reachable. Yeah. Because how many more games? you got five regular season and then whatever Potentially, happens. Yeah. So you at least got six more yeah. games. Because they're both eligible. Yeah. So, yeah, this is uh, something to watch. I mean, yeah. that guy. And I just wonder where, if, if this streak continues, he's got the leg strength. I mean, the kid mentally seems to just be in lockdown mode. Yeah. You wonder what kind of weapon he'll be in the NFL and, you know, where he would go. Yeah. Is he a third, fourth-round type of guy? Possibly. I, I don't know. I'm, ever since the Bucks traded up to get – uh, the Florida State cooker in the second round. I'm against Roberto taking, Aguilar. Yeah, I can't say his last yeah. name, but he was automatic in college. He gets to the Bucks, and he we have to cut him. Oh, I mean, we have to cut him. It was painful to watch that guy roll out there. Yeah. I felt bad. Don't trust for him. me. Yeah. I was like, please get a first down. Please, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Alabama again. Tell people how they can get involved before we get out of here on Bama and Bourbon. Yeah, you, you like you like losing to Tennessee. You like losing to LSU. No. Sign up, subscribe for Yay Alabama, yay-alabama.com backslash fans. All the information on how to join and subscribe is right there. Um, best team you've seen thus far in college football? Oh, I, I haven't seen Michigan enough. I want to be able to sit down oh, and watch games them. so boring. They are boring. But their defense, it looks like But a, you know what you're going to get from them. Yeah. They have something you can hang your hat on, which I don't think Alabama has right now. You know, I, I think that's a huge win for Washington. And I know they've they've looked good for the majority of the season. Michael Penix is probably right now the leader, yeah. the, the Heisman favorite. He's, he's your favorite right now. So um, that that that's a that's a feather in your hat win for them. So so they look good. I haven't seen. You know what do you, what do you what do you do with Oklahoma? They got a great win at a neutral site. Well, you look at the schedule. Even if they get another loss, they're going to be playing for the Big 12 championship yeah. game or rematch with Texas. They win that game, they're in. Florida State, I like what I saw from them at certain points. North so. Carolina's undefeated but right I'm now. Be, it's wide open. Like, it's oh. unlike it's been in, in years years past. Yeah, I still don't, and everybody disagrees with me. I think LSU with two losses isn't out of this based on the fact if they were to win a bright Nenny and they were to beat Georgia in the SEC championship, 11-2, and two, Depending on what happens They're in other conferences. so bad defensively. I agree. I mean, I, I totally agree. But I just think Jaden is good enough, if he can stay upright, that they have an opportunity to win every game. I don't think they will. I think they end yeah. up 9-3 and three this year. I think they lose one of these games. More than likely, I lean that Alabama beats them. I think yeah. they'll beat A&M now. But 9-3 is going to be a disappointment. But if they were to go 10-2, win the West, play Georgia, who They're knows? They're probably getting him. Yeah. They're probably getting him. Become the first team ever to get in with two yeah, losses, right? it would be the first team uh, ever with two losses. Uh, Bam and Bourbon brought to you by Beverage Place. Pink Package located right there off of Highway 280. One-stop shop. Liquor, beer, seltzers, wine, sodas, mixers, cigars, ice, even fresh lemons and limes. Before we get you out of yeah. here, injury update, everything uh, looking Pretty solid right now. You know, I, I would think that uh, we'll know more about Malachi Moore. I think he's probably going to play in this game. Um, you know, they're probably a week or two away um, on Devontae Smith. Uh, we've had Christian Story play with Malachi shifting that secondary. Um, but if Malachi's back, you know, Devontae's health becomes a little less important. But those are two guys I'm watching this week. 
It's Bama and Bourbon. It's on RollTidePods.com. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe. Always brought to you by uh, The Beverage Place, Pink Package, Yay Alabama. Make sure if you're an Alabama fan, you get there, you help out the uh, the collective. And, of course, Gutter Cap, 823-2212. For Aaron Suttles, I'm Lance Taylor. We will see you next week after the Tennessee game. By the way, do you smoke cigars? I've smoked once once. I got asthma, so I... It's probably a bad combination. Probably. Yeah. But will you smoke if they beat Tennessee this week? Probably not. Probably not. You've been there. Been there, done that. Yeah. Alabama fans will not rush the field. No. As as they shouldn't. Yeah. Beating Tennessee should be customary. Yeah. Notre Dame rushed it against SCC or USC. Washington rushed it against Oregon. But, you know, Alabama's been there a long time. Uh, Anyway, have a great week. Uh, We will catch up next week after Tennessee, and uh, we'll get it rocking. But uh, special thanks to our friends at Chicken Cock as well. This is Bama and Bourbon.